Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downstar, episode 209. And today we are here with Maniac from Oxnard. What's up, brother? You already know, homeboy, just right here. You know, David and Dabbing, pushing and shoving and barely surviving, homeboy. I love it, bro. You're a professional already, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, you know, before we start, I just want to say thank you for having us. You know what I mean? Definitely. And uh, let's get this done. Yeah, thank you for your time, man. I know that uh, time is very busy for you. And uh, for you to make time for me today, I really appreciate it. Well, you know, we're all about innovation, you know? Yeah, definitely, man. So let's talk about that, you know. Um, just seeing your channel, seeing the videos that you're putting out, the content you're putting out. Um, if you could just give us a quick breakdown of, of like, what you're going towards and um, how you even got into that, man. That's You got something, for well, sure. Well, basically, I'm not going to lie to you, right? Like, um... At first, I thought about it, and then I was like, you know what? Like, people are going to start being negative. I'm going to be a target for people to talk about. Yeah. Woo, 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 right? But then I looked at the big picture, you know what I mean? I said, you know what? No, We don't have nobody doing that right here in Oxford, Ventura County that I know of. Nobody's really putting content out there like that, you yeah. know what I mean? And we don't have no programs here to uh, self-help programs, uh, to rehabilitation programs. Mm. We don't have none of that here, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I looked at it and I said, you know what? If I make it, I could make the change and I could acquire like the support from people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what that's the that's the objective right there. I love it, man. Hell yeah, dude. You're you're so right about that. You know, um, like we were talking before, I was never really into the gang life or had any family experiences or, or anything like that. But being born and raised in Oxnard, of oh, course man. you're gonna see it going on with friends or at school or Your things neighbor. like that something like that and it's always just made me wonder like why is it that oxnard is such a hub for for so much gang activity well you know what it, it all boils down to um the low-income housing that we've had for we don't have it no more but it was there for so long that pretty much it evolved into that you know and then um uh, the mexican community like is predominant mexican right there you know what yeah I mean? so with that being said, I mean that's that's what that's what I think about it. You yeah, know? yeah, no, I, I feel you on that, and that's kind of the same way that I look at it. Now, when you were coming up and, and you were going through things, did you see any light at the end of the tunnel? Any older OGs that had made a transition to the other side and and wanted to help people uh, get out of that lifestyle? I mean, I seen like a. Uh, the religious people, you know, like yeah. the Christians and all that. I never really been religious. I have my own beliefs, you know what I mean? So that's that's to the side, you know. But I seen them trying to do it, you know what I mean? But uh as far as in the gang and the gang life, I seen my homeboy uh Big Haps. Mm -hmm. He goes by Mr. Haps, he was also an artist. He was from my understanding, I never really got to know him real good, but he's from the hood, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um he's like uh someone to look forward to, you know what I mean? Because he was out there on the streets and now he owns a business you know what i mean and he's been doing good ever since and there's there's people like that you know what i mean yeah. but as far as like like making it a movement to mm. help people change uh programs for the youth i ain't seen nothing like that yeah you're you're so right about that because even when i was growing up i would see uh you know the religious aspect of it like it's a um uh, I forget the, the victory outreach, you know, and while that is a great lane, you're kind of taking away from the people that don't want to go down that lifestyle, course, you know, it's, uh, so it's like either you go with the gang life or you come with religion. 
you're just trying to shift their thinking. You know exactly. What I mean? That's just like to me, you're 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 boxing them in. You know what I mean? Just mm. because they need something. You know what I mean? It's like um, they have a, a program or two in 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 the city of Oxford, right? Mm-hmm. But from my understanding, there's like um, once you get into a uh, into the gang, right? There's uh. There's two. There's two sides. There's the active side and there's the non-active side, which is the dropouts. You know what I mean? And you don't supposed to integrate like your belief system if you're active. You're not gonna want to be around them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But in order to get help for people that need help, they need to go to those programs, and that's the only programs they have right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Non-actives. They're integrated. You know what I mean? And I know it's 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 not too um, it's it's negative. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like if if that's the belief system, yeah. And that's the only way you're going to help them. Like, it makes no sense to me, you know? Like, they should have, like, separate programs for separate people, you know? Yeah, you know what's dope, man, is this time in um, with social media and all the access that we have, it's dope that you're able to just put your stories out there and tell people, you know what, this isn't about negativity. I'm not trying to glorify this. I'm trying to show you, look, I've been there too, and I'm on the other side. And if you want to come on this side... You know, that that gives you a great platform because, yeah, all those other ones, it just seems like they're they're trying to control you in some other way. But you understand what it's like, what what they were doing back then. And you see what can happen from that and how they can get out. And that's power right there. Pretty much, you know, and I'm hoping that, you know, eventually, like with the platform that I'm trying to build right now, um, we're going to find like supporters, you know, like people that would actually own businesses and start hiring maybe one person at a time you know mm-hmm. what i mean and and uh my main goal is for for people that get out from prison you know because the first time i got out from prison was in 2006 mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then i was only out for for like a couple weeks you know what i mean i went back i did like two years and then i got out when there was the depression you know the, oh yeah 2008 you okay know? so like I, I i'm not gonna lie when i first got out i tried to get a job all this, this and that but there was there was nothing there you know so old habits all habits die hard you know and i got back into it you know yeah so back in 2008 um you try to do the good thing and and for like the first few days for like one two three days you know what i mean yeah after the fourth day i'm already in the hood you know what i mean i'm already like yeah so let's take it back to that so you get out is it already in your mind that I'm going to get back to my old ways and then there's the other shoulder who's like, uh, we got to fix it and you're just battling within? It's like 90-10. For me, it was like 90-10 because like, I see myself as a sacrifice for my neighborhood. You know what I mean? As a human sacrifice. You know what? We're, we're a small neighborhood. We don't really have a name. Yeah, the OGs, they put it down, but we're dying out. We had a bad batch of homies that gave us a bad name. So I said, you know what? I'm going to put it down until we have a good name. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and if if that means my life, then that means my life. You know what I mean? Mm. That was my belief system yeah. back then. You know, so at the same time, I was like, well, I can't do nothing without money. You know what I mean? If I yeah. start robbing people, this, this, and that, I'm not going to be able to get ahead. You know, so at first, the first one, two, three days, I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to get a job. And then when I couldn't, then I'll just be on the streets, you mm. know? Yeah. And it seems like that that's an easier cycle to fill and fit in instead of, uh, you know, turning things around. Nothing's easy, you know, nothing's yeah. easy, but at the same time, you know, it's it's like, uh, it's what you know, you know what I mean? It's what's normal to you. Yeah. So. So when did you feel your mentality finally uh, change? Um, When I was in county, I was facing two life sentences, right? 
And then um, I was there for extortion and a bunch of other charges. You know what I mean? And um, when I was there, I seen like everything change. You know, like like there's no really no loyalty. You know what I mean? Mm. There's no honor. You know what I mean? And um, I told myself, you know what? I'm gonna write it out. But if I do get out from this one, you know what I mean? I'm going to try to change my ways. Yeah. So I had it in my mind, but I said, you know what? I'm going to do everything I have to do to stay solid and stay strong with with, uh, with my belief system. But if I do get out, I'm going to try to make it, you know, mm-hmm. make it to go legit. Got you. Now, when somebody does try to make it legit, uh, is that looked down upon from the neighborhood? Well, it's, it's 50-50, you know what I mean? Because... You're always like, just because you're trying to go good, right? It, that that's not gonna make your enemies disappear. Yeah, you know. And um, I was always pushing a lot of issues in the hood, you know. And and I was I was one of those guys that wants to be involved in everything. You know what I mean, like, if you're no good, I don't like you, and you're gonna know about it. You know what I mean, so those enemies are still there, and not necessarily that they're no good. You know what I mean, but whatever strife you had with people is still there. Mm. So now you're battling with yourself first and foremost because. You've known this. I've been involved in gangs. I was like 11 years old. You know what I mean? And um, I'm 34 right now. Mm-hmm. So um, this is this has been my belief system for so long that now that I try to change, I'm battling myself. Mm. Like I'm like I miss being on the streets. I miss that little rush. You know what I mean, just doing crimes and all that. It feels good, you know. Like that's just a rush you cannot compare to anything else that I've ever lived. You know. So yeah. um, I fight with myself every day. Telling myself, you know what, the hood's right there. Just go over there, post up. Who cares if you get buzzed? You know what I mean? Yeah. But then I gotta the self control kicks in, and I'm trying to stay out, so I'm battling. You know. All right, guys. I hope you are enjoying the podcast. We got to take a break real quick for our sponsor, Heel Tell Auto. An important part in buying Honda parts online is making sure that you can trust the company that you're dealing with to get you the right parts reliably. You may spend a lot of money on parts and a lot of time researching your build. The last thing that you want to do is send cash to a website where you may never see it again or worse yet, never see the parts. With Heel Toe Automotive, an 18 year history and track record is part of the deal. That's huge, guys. You know, in this um, this industry, there's a lot of fly by night companies that will just um, put up a website, take your money, and then uh, just go sell fidget spinners or something like that. It happens all the time. Not with Heel Toe. Heel Toe brings you a deep industry connection, professional parts recommendations, alternative ideas when you or your parts aren't, when you or your parts, when your parts are not available. You can still be available, but your parts won't. They'll contact you and uh, let you know if there's anything out of the ordinary before shipping. Hilto's unique checkout allows you to select a deadline to receive your parts to make sure you get them in time for your project. So you don't call Hilto and say, hey, man, my car's been on the lift. Where's my stuff? Bro, how am I supposed to know your car? What? Why am I responsible for your car being? What? What? Come on, bro. Well, you could let them know that, hey, I need this stuff by this date because my car is going to be on the lift. Can we have it done? And they'll get you taken care of. You can buy parts anywhere online, but Heeltoe knows what truly matters to an enthusiast. Professionalism, swiftness, and accuracy. Heeltoe is in your corner. Like they've been in our corner, man. Huge shout out to Heeltoe. I love you guys, bro. Visit HeeltoeAuto.com or you could call or text them. Please just text them right now, guys, and let them know that you heard about them from Downtime with Downstar. 949-295-1660. And back to the show. Yeah, do you ever think about it that um, 
you know, you you made that promise to yourself, and then if you ever do go back, that you're being disloyal to yourself. I never really thought about it like that, you know. But that makes sense. But I've never really thought about it like that. You know I mean, if if I go back, it's gonna be like on some self defense type mm, of yeah, yeah, issue. Yeah. I'm not out there to. I'm not out there looking for people to hurt. I'm not out there looking for trouble. None of that. You know what I mean? I go to work and then I go home and that's it. You know what I mean? I kick it with my lady and that's it. Yeah. Man, there's, there's so many different factors into this because like you said, it's not like if you were a, a drug addict and, and you finally get better and you're, you know, it's the same kind of battle every day is something, you know, you're battling within. But now you have to worry about people that have beef with you from 94 or what have you you know and going to toppers and eating with your family and run into some of them like you're right man that's a lot of pressure you know but you gotta survive and you just as long as you stay positive like all that just will will level itself out you know what i mean like, yeah yeah there's been a, a a real positive movement in like the the mm, i, I want to say like the gang culture, you know, um, like with like the Fools Gone Wild Instagram and stuff. And, and shout out to Fools Gone Wild. Yeah, hell, Mr. Yeah. <laughs> uh. hell yeah, dude. Shout out to them. Like I was saying before. Shout out to all the fools, though. You know what I mean? Because there's more. Fools Gone Wild, you know, they're popping and everything. Yeah. That's the homies, but there's way more. Is it called the Fool Community? Though there's there's a bunch of them. You know what I mean? There's yeah. Modelo Hour, Corona <laughs> Hour, uh, the Down is Fool. You know what I, mean? I love it, man. And it's like, this is our Oxnard culture, so we know it. But other people, they don't understand it if they're not from the area and they don't know how that lifestyle is or what have you. So it's kind of like, just it's entertainment to them. But I like how it's putting off a, a message of like, yo, let's not take ourselves too seriously you know what i mean i mean it makes people happy you yeah know? like it makes me happy yeah I, I wake up in the morning and i look at them and i start laughing you know what yeah I mean? yeah and then just to see elaine open up for uh you know that community dude that that shit is awesome man. i'd love to see that blow up and i i love to see like we, fools gone wild and saw like, ac slater was in there <laughs> <laughs> like how do you do that bro i i heard the story i think he worked at like a paint store or something and then just created the instagram but you know just focus your energy on one thing and then now he's having like slater on there that's, that's pretty he's, big dude he's, he's popping you know i mean he's making money he's popping he's he's something to look forward to you know what yeah I mean? and and i see your channel going the same way man because like the way that you tell a story on your channel it, it's like you were there it, it really makes me feel like i was there and it's just we were watching one earlier with the guys here and we're just laughing man because the picture that you're painting inside is amazing and i appreciate that you know and, and i feel like um like i went in when i was a teenager you know what I mean? yeah. to prison and then like i've had so many sallies and every time you have a sally like there's nothing to know the, the time is stagnant you know what i mean so you can't do nothing right there but either read or talk to your sally you know so yeah I talked to so many people in there, you know what I mean? That I pretty much mastered my craft. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. So let's get into it a little bit. You said can you... Turn, can you turn it cold a little bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Kinda, it's getting kind of hot. <laughs> Give me one sec, brother. <clears throat> Let me write about this guy. Okay, Shout out to all the sick-ass fools out there. <laughs> Hell yeah. If you need to go down a little more, just let me know. No, you it, well, you went up, right? Oh, it, it went down, yeah, to get yeah. cold. You wanted more colder? Yeah. Oh, shit, that was the max. Oh, oh <laughs> that shit. was the max? Yeah. Oh. Man. 
We good, You're getting into the story. That's why. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I started sweating. I was like, oh, man. All right, cool. So let's go ahead and jump into it. You said that you've been um, gang banging since 11 years old. Well, I started flirting with gangs when I was like 10, 11 years old. You know what I mean? I okay. started, oh, I cleaned this hood, whatnot. I grew up and now. I was living at a at a place called, a, it's a subsection of Oxnard, right? It's called Nylon Acres. Okay. And uh, El Rio owns that, you know what I mean? That's like the backyard of El Rio, you know? So everything's El Rio right there, yeah. you know? And, and I grew up with all the homies right there. I was I was living with all the homies right there, like interacting with all the homies. And mm. that's all I knew, you know what I mean? Like I didn't know nothing outside of El Rio, you know what I mean? Which was Nylon Acres at the time for me, you know? Gotcha. And um as time went on, I moved to Oxnard, you know, that was just a crazy long ass story. I'm not even gonna get into, you know. And um and when I when I became a teenager, I went to prison and pretty much I was in there till I was 32, you know. I got out a few times, but for mm -hmm. no longer than um than two months. Oh, wow. I got out like four or five times, right? But no longer than two months. And this last time I was out, it was 81 days. Wow. So that was from, um, I'm sorry, from the age 32 to what? A teenager, you mean? Teenager, okay. Got you, man. Oh, wow. So, man, that's a big chunk of your life. That's a big chunk. Right there. So, uh, 11 years old, you're growing up in uh, Nylon Acres, which is a, a part of El Rio. Um, when you were out hanging out with these guys, did you have any uh, anybody at home that was telling you that that wasn't the right thing to do? Of course. You know, my family's Mexican. They don't like cholos. They don't like the culture. They don't like none of that. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it was like a, all I seen was homies. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I was influenced by corridos, so mm. it kind of fell into that. That was like the closest to it, you know? Yeah, got you. Okay, so um, what was it that 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 you were missing that the the other people provided to you? Like, what was what was that feeling inside of you that was missing that you got from you know being around other other gangbangers? Well, personally, like um. I hear this a lot, right? There's always somebody saying that they're missing something. You know what I mean? To me, it was like I wasn't missing anything. You know what I mean? Because I have both my parents. Yeah. I have a loving home. I've never needed anything. You know what I mean? But I always wanted to be a gangster. Yeah. And that was just, I guess that's the feeling I was got looking you, got for. Got you. you know? Yeah. What was it that, that really attracted you to the lifestyle? Like I said, I was influenced by corridos. Corridos are very violent. You mm. know what I mean? And that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a chingon. I wanted to be a down-ass fool, you know? Yeah. So at what age do you feel like you were deep into it already? Like 15, 16. 15. Okay, cool. At this time, where, where were you going to school at? Continuation. Mm. Like, I'm from a real gang, right? So in Oxnard, like, all around us, uh, it's pretty much controlled at that time. I don't really know how it is right now, you know what yeah. I mean? But, at the time, it was controlled by the Corona Chica's gang. You know gotcha, so yeah. The only school they didn't go to was Wainimi High School, but I got kicked out. Mm. So everywhere else I tried to go, they were there. So it wasn't like they're just going to let you kick it, you know what I mean? Because you're going to be the only one there. Yeah. They already kicked out everybody else, you know what I mean? So they're not going to let you kick it.
All right, guys, we got to take another break for our sponsor, Action Clutch. One of the most critical parts to any build is the clutch. Without a proper clutch, you won't be able to get that power to the wheels. No one wants to spend hundreds of dollars on a clutch that won't hold the power for more than a few races or spirited drives. That's why it's important to go with a kit that you could count on. And that's why a lot of people choose Action Clutch over the competition. Action Clutch makes kits here in the U.S. with materials sourced locally in Los Angeles. They have kits for OEM replacement all the way up to 1,200 horsepower. I was going to say 12,000, but I think 1,200 sounds a little more reasonable. Uh, the way things are going, we're probably going to be doing 12,000 horsepower motors pretty soon. But either way, you can find them on street vehicles, race cars, or even at Formula Drift. Not only are the clutches made in the USA, but they have made a strong focus to give back a percentage of sales this year to families that are impacted by everything that's going on right now. Now, uh, I would say coronavirus, but that's kind of one aspect of it. The, the world is going crazy right now, but uh, it's really commendable for Action Clutch to be giving back to, um, you know, people affected by it. Make sure you guys contact them with whatever you need and you'll get the family treatment. You can check them out at actionclutch.com or you can check them out on Instagram or if you want to call them, you can call them at 323-269-6051. You can shoot them a DM on Instagram at actionclutch or you can email them at sales at actionclutch.com. And make sure you guys use the code DTWD upon checkout for 15% off of the entire site. Back to the show. Shit, so you went to Wainimi. What, how long were you at Wainimi for? Like three months. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, that's where I graduated from. Did you? Wainimi. What year? Yeah, 03. 03? Yeah. Oh, we were there together. Yeah, probably. Oh, was there in 2001. Oh, shit. 2001 yeah. was the year, so yeah, I was probably a sophomore then. You Were you there when they shot that kid? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah, yeah. we were going together then. Okay, you were there? Yeah. Oh, shit. What grade were you in? I was a freshman. Okay, so I was the grade. Of, I was a sophomore yeah. then. Man, that was crazy, dude. My cousin was there too. Actually, we came out on that yearbook. Uh, mm -hmm. Abel Rosas. I don't know if you remember him. He was a football player. Probably if I see him, bro. You know, it's been uh, it's been such a long time. I try to get that that memories out of my mind, dude. I was a, I was a loner in high school. I mean, it's all good. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we're all a loner in some type of way. In some way, huh? Got you, man. So you're uh, you're living this lifestyle about 15 years old. Was there anything in your mind that made you think like, man, I, I probably shouldn't be doing this? Or was it just like full send? Well, like people don't understand. Like, um, I'm pretty sure it could always get worse. You know what I mean? But I was going through some pretty rough stuff. You know mm. what I mean? I was living in an area controlled by the enemies. You know what I mean? I seen them. They were doing like hardcore crimes. So... Mm. As a little kid, I'm not going to lie, you know what I mean? I was scared, you know? I was yeah. like, damn, those fools are crazy, you know? Like, damn, if they catch me, they're going to try to kill me, you know? And then I started going to junior high. Um, My my family pressured me to stop gangbanging, you know, mm. and stop, stop claiming the gang or whatnot, you know what I mean? So for like about a year, I did, you know? But then I was like, that's that's not going to be me, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, that's just not me, you know what I mean? I, I'm tired of this, you know? So I went to school one day. I remember it was like summer school starting like eighth grade, you know, and I just told everybody, you know, I'm from a real gang and I don't go fuck with anybody. Mm. Saying, you know? So that started like a crazy trajectory. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn. So then when, when you started getting deeper into the gang life, uh, did you feel yourself getting disconnected from your family? Well, that's always going to be the case. You know, that's always going to be the case because I started going to juvenile halls and I started like hanging out with my homeboys a little bit more. You know what I mean? And, 
Once you start kicking it with the homies, the, the people that I was kicking it with, they were pretty bad people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not in that sense, you know, but they were pretty hardcore criminals, you know, so. Shit, man. Man, it, it sounds like it would be so hard to get somebody out of that lifestyle, especially in the peak of their, their teenage life. And, you know, just being, I could totally understand how that would feel. I, probably the, the closest thing that I could say is like street racing. You know, because I'm a car guy, and street racing is just the uh, the adrenaline. But man, I don't even think that it would have that much consequences as as going down that life. You know? Yeah, for me, it was more like um, <clears throat> like to be honest, like they were trying to victimize me. You know what I mean? So I was getting a little bit older, you know. And as as they were trying to victimize me, I was just like, you know, I'm not gonna be a victim. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna make them fools yeah. a victim. You know? So I remember this one time, right? Because um. Like, in junior high, I was pretty big for my age, you know what I mean? So, like, the kids right there, they weren't really tripping, but they were tripping because I was from a rival gang, you know what I mean? So, after school, their brothers, their cousins, their homeboys, like, fools in high school, to me, they were big, to me, they were old, you know? So, they would come, they would chase me with weapons, like, they would actually try to hurt me, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there was this one time, you know, where I seen these two kids, right? So, I walked up to them, like, hey, what's up, you know what I mean? Like, I knew them from school, so I was like, oh, I'm going to get down with this fool right now. But then from behind the church, right here on C Street, some fools start running towards me with weapons. So, me and my homeboy run, right? But there was a, another gang member from Surtown right there, and he kind of backed us up, you know what I mean? Mm. And that was the first time that I've ever seen, like, damn, those fools, they're not always going to win, you know? And I want to be like that homeboy right there too make them fools back up you know yeah wow why do you think that he he backed you guys up he just had that same hate for them that you did or it was just the gang geographics you know what i mean like the rivalry all that yeah now how about if you're um around somebody that isn't part of that life at that age um would uh would you guys just leave them alone or was it anybody could get it well there is no telling, right? There's 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 no guideline that tells you what to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time it's like um if you're not from nowhere, you're not from nowhere. But if the if there's if there's a kid that there's a gang member, right? Mm -hmm. And he's only like what, 12, 13, 14, right? And he wants to rob you like you're not off limits. Mm. You know what I mean? But yeah. like anything could happen to anyone, you know what I mean? But Pretty much, if you're not from nowhere, if you're not from a barrio, they're not going to really trip. Yeah. Unless they're going to try to rob you or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's always what I've... Uh, the way that I've just maneuvered, you know? I, I never really got into any problems because I guess I just never put myself in that situation. You know, and the closest would be if we would go to house parties or things like that. But you could kind of tell the tension and the area when you're not supposed to be somewhere. When who you're supposed to talk to who who not so um yeah i just basically stood to myself and you know went looking for girls well, you, su you survive <laughs> you know so that's that's what matters you have a business now so that's what matters you know yeah definitely did you um ever think about anything like that when you were younger about starting a business or not really i just wanted to be a, 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 a down at gang member you know what i mean yeah. that was like the only thing i couldn't think further than that you know what i mean like that was like as far as i could think you know yeah was there people that you actually looked up to at a younger age and said like this is who i want to be like when i get well, older i mean there was some pretty hardened criminals you know what i mean like uh no disrespect because it's my homeboy he's already rest in peace you know but 
he was like everybody knew him he was pretty crazy you know so i was like damn that was crazy I, i don't think i could ever be like that because he's just too crazy you know yeah and those were like role models in a sense you know because i didn't really get to know him i got to know him like a little bit you know what i mean but not that much yeah man so what all day did your days really consist of did you have any other hobbies or anything else that you did or i never did anything else just just being a gang member just being a gang member i feel you man so what about your time when you uh when you first got locked up um what did that do to you actually um the first time i got busted was in juvenile halls right so and I mean, I say it now, like I would never admit it before, you know, but I was kind of like a, a little bit of afraid, if you could, if that's the word, you know, mm-hmm. like, damn, the homes, like I was thinking like it was going to be like an American me movie, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I was like <laughs> picturing these buildings, you know what I mean? Like a lot of tears. And then I get there and it was just like a little warehouse, you know what I mean? Like a bunch of kids, you know? So I'm like, oh, I could take care of this, you know what I mean? Like this is nothing. Don't even trip on this, you know? Yeah. And back then, the culture was like, you got to fight your enemies, you know what I mean? So we're all fighting right there. Mm. So the more time that you spent um, away, locked up, did you notice that your mentality was changing? You have to evolve. It's all about evolution, you know what I mean? You you start hanging out with people that are really doing big crimes. They're already there fighting a lot of time, you know what I mean? And you kick it with them in there every day, you're going to learn something from them. Yeah. So you evolve, you know what I mean? Then you get down and you're worse every time, every time, every time. You go in, you come out worse. You go in, you come out worse. Shit, man. So that's got to be just like a college for crime, right? You know what? Like, um, it doesn't really help you, you know? I understand, like, uh, if I do something, punish me, you know what I mean? But if, if the kid's not really doing nothing, he's not really committing crimes, like hardcore crimes, like, mm-hmm. don't put him in there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's just going to... So what do you think helps? What do you think would be a better solution? Well, you need to help yourself, you know what I mean? Yeah. And kids, they're not going to listen. They're not going to listen, you know what I mean? Like, they need to help themselves. Mm. But aside from that, like, if they had programs, you know, after school programs, like um, just sports, stuff like that, I think would help, you know? Yeah. It would deviate them a little bit. Yeah, because, like, you know, I've heard so many stories about, you know, the, the parents came from Mexico and they're too busy at work to to see what their kids are doing with their free time or what have you. So then I could see that as being, okay, there's a reason you could fix it. But then, you know, like you said, I just wanted to do it just because. Like, how do you tap into that? I mean, you have to be responsible for what you do. You know, you can't be blaming your parents for what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, you have a choice. I've seen families with five, six gang members. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one of the kids is good. So what are you going to say about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you just have to be responsible. You know what I mean? You have to take responsibility for what you do. Yeah. But you have to want to. You have to. Oh, man. This is. It, it, it's definitely hard, man. It's definitely hard to, I mean, just from the outside looking in, I don't know how I would even deal with that, especially everybody that you know, the place that you live, everybody's involved with that. That's got to be a hard thing to get out of. It's just like this, you know, like uh, I'm different than you, you're different than the next person, the next person's different than the next person, and it's just that, that's just what it is, you know? It's, it's, it's never going to be, everybody's going to be the same. Yeah. 
All right, guys, we got one more break for our sponsor, Manscaped. Support for Downtime with Downstar is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. And if you're out in the UK, they got you covered, man. They're finally available out there. Uh, Manscaped is blowing up. You know why, dude? Because people were just so tired of just using a razor on their nuts. It was kind of a... Um, barbaric thing you know my homie shaved his nuts one time and just went too hard and fucking the yoke popped bro but that's not gonna happen anymore with the lawnmower 3.0 7,000 rpm quiet stroke technology i love that usb charger comes with it and uh 90 minute battery life led this thing is legit man and when we start traveling i'm gonna be uh putting everything in my manscape tote bag and i'm not gonna be showering because i got the ball deodorant so i'm gonna go straight from the plane put this ball deodorant on go to a meet and just shake a bunch of hands and come back put the ball deodorant back on and um hit the plane bro no time for uh showering and if you want a little spritzer you get some ball toner tone you up but guys for real if you really want to support the podcast if you're down with the downtime with downstar fam make sure you guys go to manscaped.com use the checkout code dtwd for 20 percent off plus free shipping what else do you want like you're getting free content here what else do you guys want just get one of these you're gonna make us happy you're gonna make your lady happy and you're gonna make yourself happy and your parents are even gonna be happy too so you could show them your uh your junk and be like hey mom look at this i did all this with manscape and i just saved 20 percent off because you know how moms like to show because because you know how moms like to save i don't know what the hell i'm talking about let's finish this pod guys so when you would get out and on these uh you know few month spurts that you would be out what what is your mentality when you're out? Like I'm I'm just gonna keep going until they catch me again. Hell yeah. Mm. So you already knew in your head that like I knew in my head like I didn't care no more. You know what I mean? Like I've been to prison. I've already been to a level three yard. Like I didn't care no more. Yeah. You know, like my first violation, um, I got busted with a with a shotgun and then a bunch of shells, dope. And back then we had a year violations. You know so. It eats up the, the charge. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you know, you get busted with a gun. You get a year violation, right? You do the year. You come back. You want to go to trial. The DA is going to be like, he has time served. Mm-hmm. We're going to waste all this time. And this guy already has time served. He's just making us waste the money. Just drop it. Got you. So, going in and out so many times, did you uh, kind of understand the the flaws that the system had and ways to, to work it in your favor? Well, from what I've seen, you know, like a, a lot of things change, right? A lot of things change. But as far as the flaws, like there's going to be flaws in everything, you know? Yeah. So what about um, the other side of things, like the the police department side of things? Was there never any cops or anything like that that understood the, the lifestyle and understood that the pressures that you guys went through and, and try to be like the good cop? There's good people in, in every field, every walk of life. There's good people. And I mean, I mean, I met a lot of good cops, but I also mean like the majority of them are pretty much pricks, you know, mm-hmm. they're programmed into like attacking you. You know what I mean? They see you, they want to bust you because you're trash to them. Yeah. You know, and that's just, 
the way they're programmed. You know, I can't blame them, but at the same time, that's why we don't like them. Mm. Even though you understand why they have well, that I'm, idea, I'm, I'm gonna give you an I'm gonna give you an example, right? Like, um, I paroled from prison, right? And um, when I was in prison, like, unfortunately, there was war in there. I'm not gonna get into that, right? But um. We were on lockdown. We couldn't go out, so I was studying for my GED. I didn't have my GED, right? So um, I was ready. I come out. I go sign up, right? My homeboy gives me a ride. He's also on parole, right? So I get pulled over with them, and I show the cops, look, this is my books. I'm going to go take the test. Like, I have to pay. Look, this is the receipt. And I told them straight up, like, look, go search the car. I know you guys are going to do it regardless. If you don't find no weapons or any gang paraphernalia, let us go and let me get my GED, you know? But they didn't do it. They said, no, you're hanging out with the gang members, so we got to take you back for a year. So you ended up going back for a year? For a year. Just for trying to, like, I mean, I understand. I was yeah. wrong for going with the homeboy, but in all reality, I'm trying to do something positive. Fuck, man. That's a fucked up one, dude. But I mean, you do understand that that was that was the, the, that was the my stipulation. Fault, but it, it, it's yeah. like um, it was either walk away or get a ride. You know, like what's she gonna do? Yeah. Did you know at that time that you were putting yourself in, in a risk? I didn't care. Yeah. I didn't care. You know I mean, <laughs> yeah. I was I was happy. I was my homeboy. We did our time together. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I feel you, man. And I mean. It's the same thing with with the the car community. It's not not as vicious, but it's it's like, yo, I know all the stuff that we do to the cars isn't legal. I know that racing and you know fast stuff under is not legal, but um, I mean, yeah, there's the Russian to do. You know what you're doing, and damn, that's crazy, bro. So what about like nowadays? Say you were to get pulled over, is What's going through your head? Well, look, I'm not, I'm not going to get into it because it's a long-ass story, right? But um, I pretty much became one of the main targets for the cops. Mm. I burned myself out so much that they, they pretty much see me and they want to just pull me over just because it's me. You know? yeah. And I'm not trying to make myself sound like anything because I'm not. I ain't nobody. But to them, I'm a target. Yeah. You know what I mean? So everywhere they see me, especially the sheriffs, Auction PD, they change a lot. Mm. They've changed a lot. You know what I mean? Ever since all those shootings they did in 2012, all that, yeah. the lawsuits, all that, their department's different now. Uh -huh. Before that, yeah, they were pricks. Gotcha, but, gotcha. But now it's just the sheriffs. You know, they're just on a sick one trying to get you. You know what I mean? They don't care what you're doing. Yeah. Like, I'm going to give you an example, right? Like, um, I do a little bit of music, right? And uh, I'm recording a... Uh, a music video. Yeah. I'm filming a music video. I'm right there with a few homies. I'm walking around the park. We're doing it at a park, right? And the cops, I don't know how they found out that we were there, but they they have us under surveillance. They're filming us film a video, you know? And, mm -hmm. like, I was working. I had a job, everything, and they got me after work. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's just going out of your way to go get somebody. You know what I mean? Like, for a music video, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what about, um, I see you have the tattoo on your face. Do you ever um, get profiled because of that, just straight off the bat? To me, I feel like it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like like I told you, I burned myself out. Mm. So it doesn't matter if my face all tattoo or has no tattoo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just going to be the same result. Yeah. I guess the best thing that you could do is just 
changed behavior and that's what it seems like you're doing right now well that's what i did that's exactly what i did you know it's like um it's funny because people like like the um the coronavirus kicked in right yeah people start like oh we're quarantined and all that you know but i've been quarantined for like two years so going on three years you know like i just stay home you know I, i work stay home periodically i'll kick it with the homies you know what i mean but just not all the homies like i'm not trying to like in my mind like um and this was this was what i was doing wrong right like i'll get out and i'll try to meet all the new homies and you start kicking it with them and you start all over because they're young and they're mm, new yeah. you know so you're starting all over with them you know what i mean so now i'll give them their respects but i'm not trying to kick it with them you know what i mean yeah i'm just trying to kick it with people i already know and people that have been my friends and that's that, you know? So how how much longer do you have until you're uh, off probation? I'm on parole. Or parole, excuse me. I got six months. Six months, bro. Wow. How does that feel? It feels great, you know, but it just feels unreal. Yeah. And um, you, that's been for the last 15 years? Wow, man. Congratulations, oh, bro. Thank you. You know, six months is going to fly by. Quick. I'm just trying to stay low. I mean, maybe not for you, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, like, I'm working, bro. So it doesn't really, you know. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. So, um, what do you have planned for uh, the six months? Well, for the six months, I'm just gonna work. Like after, you know? after, oh, after, I want to travel. I haven't been to Mexico ever since. Uh, I have family over there. You know what I mean? I have friends in Spain. Like, I just want to travel. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter where. Yeah. I just want to get out of here. I can't even leave Ventura County because I'm on GPS, you know? Oh, shit. So it's that. What's what's the mile radius? or Just Ventura County. Just Ventura County. Damn, man. Have you ever traveled anywhere uh, in, in your life? Like outside of maybe California? Or? Yeah, I mean, I've been to Mexico before I started getting... Before I got into the system. Yeah. I've been to Mexico and that's it, you know? Yeah. Got you. Oh, my God, man. I mean, right now, it would probably be the best time to travel because tickets are cheap. <laughs> Straight up, you know, but unfortunately, you know, I'm still stuck in the situation, you know, but um, um, we already talked about all, everything that I wanted to talk about, and now I feel like uh, it's, it's, it's the right opportunity, you know. Um, I don't know how many people are going to hear this podcast one night, you know what I mean? But um, if anybody has a business, right? And wants to hire Fallon's, let me know. I'll promote that. Mm. Got you. Okay. So it, let's let's talk about that. It when you get out, do they just make it so hard for you to get a job? It's hard to get a job. It's hard if you know a parolee and they don't have a job. It's very very hard. First off, you get out, you don't have an ID. Mm. So you gotta wait those thirty days to get an ID. Okay, you know got I mean? you. Um. Second of all, you don't have no experience if, if you're like me. I went in there as a teenager, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't have no experience. So they want to arrest me. They want a bunch of jobs. They want all kinds of, yeah. you know, they want people to vouch for you. They want all that. Yeah. And you don't have none of that. So the best thing to do is uh, either go with a family member that's going to help you or just go on Craigslist. Yeah. And get little jobs for a day or two until you build a resume or some experience. Damn. Feels like the, the cards get stacked against you. All the way live. You know, that's like once once you're in the system, if you don't have a support system once you get out, you're through. That's yeah. why people keep on going back, you know? 
All right, guys, we got to take one more break for our sponsor, our newest sponsor, Aeromotive. We're so excited to have them part of the Downtime with Downstar team. Piecing together the fuel system for your build can be a difficult task. Luckily, Aeromotive has your back with everything from replacement fuel pumps to fuel systems that will support up to 3,000 3, horsepower for three cars what are you talking three th that's ridiculous guys aeromotive's engineers have developed a solution for your build regardless of the power level if you're looking to make a switch over to e85 they have every part you need to build the system that will be there when you need it the most need a custom fuel system for your daily tune <laughs> need a custom fuel system for your daily that turned into a project car no problem and that's so funny because that happens all the time every time you get a new daily hey it turns into a new project car but what can you say with the uh the sickness of being an automotive enthusiast man but uh make sure you guys check out aeromotiveinc.com and you can check out some of their newest products that they have such as the brushless pump line it's quieter pump less heat and it lasts longer than traditional brushless motor pumps they range from uh the a1000 all the way up to 10 gallons per minute for 3,000 plus horsepower cars. Once again, I don't have anything that crazy, but if you uh, if you do, good for you, man. That is awesome. Let me drive it, please. Uh, something that would be more towards our style would be the Stealth 340, which is the top selling pump. And that holds about 700 horsepower for EFI setups or 1,000 for a carburetor. Or if you have just a crazy build and you just wanna go to them and say, hey guys, I need it all. They'll take care of you. They have the customization shop where they have a fuel system for uh, any build. You just go check them out at the website and you could just build it up right there. And if you are part of a race team and in your downtime, you want to get your parts, just uh, downtime with Downstar. If you want to get your parts uh, rebuilt and freshened up for the new season, they do have a rebuild program that, uh, you know, pro drifter Matt Field, he uses that. So if you use that, Matt Field uses that, you guys are like on the same page and you could say like, hey, I use the same process that he uses for the re rebuild program. So um, yeah, you probably drive the same way he does. I don't know, man, but make sure you check out aeromotiveinc.com and use checkout code DTWD for 10% off. Huge shout out to them for sponsoring the podcast and huge shout out to you for listening to this podcast, man. Thank you for your time and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. So what would your recommendation be um, for somebody that, that's getting out and um you know they're kind of in the train of thought still where ah, i don't care i've been there already if i'm gonna go if i go back i go back well if they want to go back that's on them. but i'm saying like for people that want to work for people that want to change for people that want to succeed they're the ones that should be afforded a chance yeah you know what i mean because if if the homie doesn't care why should i yeah 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 no disrespect to the homies that are paroling or whatnot you know what i mean but if they don't care why should i you know what? That logic works for a lot of things, you know, and, and I try myself to to not go towards that logic, but it's the one that makes the most sense. How am I going to help somebody out if they don't want to help themselves Straight out? Up. You know, and, and it's just, well, well, they're going through this and they're going, yeah, but if they don't even care, why, how am I going to care? They got to make an effort. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people in prison, jails, whatnot. They want to get out and they want to get out of their lifestyle. They want to work. They want to have things. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of people like that. 
but they get out and they get pff, everything like swallowed up, you know. Yeah. So they get boxed in. And they can't. They can't do nothing, and they go back to what they know. Yeah. So let's talk about your uh, your music. Are you still dabbling in music? Well, you know what? Like my music was like pretty much as a hobby. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, I never really got far, you know. And um, pretty much right now, I don't really care about it no more. Gotcha. You know? Like I got a few albums out there. I got a few videos out there, and. With that being said, like, I'm not even trying to do more or anything like that, you know, but it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. Got you. What are some of the things that you're into now? Well, now I'm just trying to get off parole. Yeah. You know, that's like the only thing I'm into, you know? Yeah. Now, uh, let's go ahead and talk about your uh, your Instagram channel. It's uh, Sin for Sin, correct? Sin, sin, sin. underscore four underscore sin. It's uh, S-I-N dot F-O-R dot. S-I-N. Got you, got you. Okay, so what was your motivation for uh, starting that? Well, I've been had it since I was in prison, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I'll call my family members. They'll um, they'll make a post for me, you know what I mean? Gotcha. I'll call them from the collect, from a collect call, and then I'll be like, oh, well, say this or say that, you know, try to look for this person or that, you know? So I already had it, got out, and then um, I just kept it and people i started growing you know yeah so did you make a conscious decision uh, okay i'm gonna start doing short videos or was it just one and then it it, it caught well it's like this right like um like i told her i was fighting live in 2012 right um i left in 2015 mm-hmm. it, was, it was a couple years you know um so with my sallies, with the people that were there, we're in the dungeon, you know? So we're separated from everybody else in the county jail. It's only 16 cells, right? Mm-hmm. So we're there, like, I was there for a couple years with the same people, you know? And we talked about things like that. We talked about starting businesses. We talked about changing. We talked about um, being funny. We talked about making movies. We wrote books. Yeah. Like, you'd be surprised how smart people are, you know? And People think like, oh, they're locked up, they're they're no good, you know. But a lot of people, this it's like you evolve in there, and you're just like a hybrid, you know. Mm-hmm. You just start thinking all kinds. And we used to do everything I do on Instagram. Now I did it in jail. Mm. You know what I mean? Like all that funny stuff. Like I used to make my sallies laugh and the homies on the tear, you know. And it's always been me, you know. I like people being happy. Yeah. So that's your focus for this is just to to, to tell these stories and ch- try to inter- entertain people. My focus with this is um, like I said, to try to um, try to appeal to people that have businesses. You yeah, know? And that's the focus. That's the objective. You know gotcha. what I mean? But um, if if I'm gonna do it by making people laugh, then that's that's the way I'm gonna get them. You know? Yeah, definitely. Do you ever think it'll get to the point where you start your own business and then you'll be able to bring people in? Well, that's that's the main objective, you know. But in order to do that, I first have to like learn something. Yeah. So, uh, did it take you a while to figure out all this stuff, like the YouTube or uh, things like that? Everything's hard because I don't know nothing about technology. Ah, really, so yeah. I just I do everything on the phone, and luckily for me, the audience they don't trip, you know. But I yeah. tell them straight up, like, look, I don't know nothing about technology. This is what you're gonna get if you don't like it with all due respect. Then go to another channel. That's fine, you know. But they support it. Yeah. Now, when things were changing so much on the uh, the outside, uh, did you get word of that on the inside? Like even saying cell phones, uh, you know, like like iPhones, you know? Like I didn't really pay attention because I was in there, you know? That's like, um, it's like a whole other world in there. Mm-hmm. So you're just detached. Like after like, people are going to write to you for a year or two. 
you know, or, or people are going to write to you when you first start getting busted. Yeah. I had already, like, I had already been in the system for 10, 10, 15 years, you know, so people get tired. Yeah. People start writing, like they start replying and it just goes like that. You know, you, you just Shit. get stuck into what's going on in there, you know, and you just forget about everything else. Except for your family, you know, they're always going to be there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But did that make, did that show you that, you know, the people on the outside, they weren't really your your friends? Or did you just think of it as, you know, they're busy, I'm busy? It's just part of the lifestyle. It's just part, It's just normal. You know, that's the norm. That's what people do, you know, like. Yeah. There's no such thing as um, people being there the whole time, you know? Yeah. I feel you, man. It's a, it's definitely an interesting lifestyle for sure. And always from the outside looking in, I always just wondered, like, why did these kids go down this path? You know, because, I mean, uh, realistically speaking, there's a big chunk of your life that that went towards that. Do you do you ever feel like that you wish you would have taken a different route? Well, to wish I would have taken a different route would be like to wish I didn't live yeah. because even though I was going through all that, I was, it was a life experience, you know, that's a good point. And I wouldn't be thinking the way I'm thinking right now if I didn't go through that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you on that, man. And it's just, sometimes you wish you didn't have to go through those lessons, but even if you did, you, you still get something out of it at the end. You're going to get something. All right. Yeah, for sure, man. Damn, bro. I wish you the best, brother. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, like I said before, you're a very entertaining storyteller. And um, if there's anything else that we, we could help you with, like if you need help with videos or if you have an idea or anything like that, just let me know because you do have something, man. And if you, if like you were saying earlier, if you make it a consistent kind of thing and you're you end up calling call it a show or something you know name it something every tuesdays at six or what have you and then just make it a thing for yourself every tuesday i'm gonna upload or something like that or just just flood it with content because this realism is so attractive right now because we've been fed so much bullshit for ever since social media started people understood that yo i could be a different person online than i am in the real life i could be whatever i can f have fake cars i could have this but it's getting to this point where it's like man everything is so fake i don't even give a shit about that stuff no more give me somebody who's real it doesn't matter if it's filmed on an iphone or if it's filmed with a camera give me something real people are are loving that shit right now so this is like the perfect time for, for well, a mean, channel I, like yours I, I appreciate it you know and uh if 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 in any way you could do could help and uh as far as with the videos and all that would be great yeah no definitely man if there's anything that you've been trying to do or anything like that a line of communication is open because i really support the message that you're putting out there you know um and i hope that a lot of people uh, younger kids in oxford don't have to go through those struggles that that you went through i hope that they realize that there's there's something on the other end you yeah know? well um the the times are, are changing, you know, everything it's it's all about evolution, like I told you, and um gangs are not what they used to be. Yeah. They're not as violent. Yeah, there's violent people in them, one or two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Gotcha. But there there's not as many people going out there trying to kill people, trying to shoot people, trying to stab people, you know what I mean? Like now it's more like uh 
take a picture, you know, and with the homies and put it on Instagram and we're down, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't get me wrong. No disrespect to the ones that are gunners. Definitely, definitely. Because every generation is going to have killers, you know what I mean? But that's what I see. Yeah, definitely, man. Well, like I said, I love your message, man. Anything that we could help, um, just let me know. But if somebody wants to check out your channel or um, follow you on Instagram, where can they do that at? Follow me on Instagram. Yeah. Instagram's going to be... um. Sin for Sin. I'll have S it listed below too, guys. S-I-N uh, dot F-O-R dot S-I-N. And then I'm um, on YouTube. It's a different platform, so I have a different name. You know what I mean? Uh, it's Cholo Juan. Cholo Juan. Okay, cool. And where do you see uh, your most growth coming out of? Is it Instagram or is it YouTube? YouTube. Yeah, I bet, dude. Which is so crazy because that's like the hardest platform to get popping on, man. And it's working for me. Hell yeah, <laughs> dude telling you bro people are people are loving this this real content you know whatever it is well with me it's gonna be different because i'm right now i'm on parole so i'm limited yeah so definitely. everything you see right now that i'm doing i'm on parole yeah so i'm doing it while i'm on parole when i get off i could actually do like hood blogs so i'm gonna be right there with the homies yeah chilling like showing people real life stuff you know not no negativity, but just stuff that we do. Like, the homie's going to tattoo somebody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. stuff like that. They're going to see it, and they're going to be like, damn, we never seen this, you know? We're not going to expose yeah. secrets or nothing like that that we don't supposed to be showing. You know what I mean? But I feel like my channel's going to pretty much grow from there on. Yeah, I love it, man. And I love that we got you in here earlier, bro, because I, I know that that's going to blow for sure. I appreciate it, bro. Yeah, no no problem. So uh, before we get out of here, you got any shout outs for anybody or anything? Just to all the sick ass fools out there, you know what I mean? To everybody supporting my channels, to everybody supporting my Instagram, and to everybody supporting you, you know what I mean? Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. You know what? I, w I wish you the best, bro. I, I hope these six months go by as fast as they can. And I look forward to seeing uh, what you create out there, brother. Thank you, bro. Have yeah. a good one. Hey, thank you, bro. So thank you guys for listening. Um, big shout out to Maniac. Make sure you guys check him out on Instagram. We'll have it listed below. This is Downtime with Downstar, episode 209. And we're out. Peace. 209. Hey. Peace.